Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at boardwalkhardwood.com. Gary and Randy, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and our friend, the voice of the St. Louis Blues here on 101 ESPN, Chris Kerber, joins us as he does every single Monday morning, whether the Blues are in the midst of a bye week or not. Kerbs, good morning. How are you doing? Andy, I'm awesome. How are you? Good. So tell us how uh, the, the Blues play-by-play voice spends the bye week. Well, uh, what have I done so far? Uh I've got three daughters all in school and a wife that's a school teacher, so it's actually been good to be home just to help be around. Um, I've I've learned some different algebraic graphing uh, equations that I haven't dealt with since about the tenth grade. Um, <laughs> no, I haven't actually. I've, I've taken over. I, I you know I. I we cooked up some chili last night. You know, we just you it's just been good just to be home, to be honest with you, and and not have it, as you guys know in this business. It sometimes you can go on quite a run where you just don't even get back to back days off, and 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 just to take care of just a, a couple little things around the house that you need to take care of. So it, it's been good. So I t- I tell everybody that I talk to about math, and so I have a friend that's a math genius, and she does everything, but the curbs. Once they introduced letters into math, it was over for me. I had no chance. So algebra and I just do not mix. You know what? I was actually, uh, I was actually, I was, I was good at math. I actually went all the way through like calculus three in college, oh. and 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 I was getting a marketing degree while I'm working at the radio station and broadcasting on the side in college. And I'm taking this high level math classes, and I was really struggling in calc three and. I go in to see the math teacher, and and the math teacher looks at me and goes, what do you want to be when you get out of here? I go, I want to be a broadcaster. He goes, what in the hell are you doing in my math class? <laughs> I said, I said, I don't know. I've always liked math, so I thought I'd maybe look at even potentially getting a math minor. And he goes, I'm going to give you the best advice I can give you. Drop this class. <laughs> <laughs> now, me, being a stubborn pain in the butt, didn't think that that was his call. So he and I got into it. We ended up in a fight with a department head, and uh, still, I still made him teach me. I passed the class, but he's, he he in the end was kind of absolutely right. In, in the field I am in, there's just absolutely no need to find the area inside a three dimensional parabola. Yeah, I don't even know what you just said, Curbs. Nope, nope. Curbs, I know Rock asked you when he called you, but what? And you we didn't get the answer on air. What did you think of the All Star Weekend and the All Star Game? I said I didn't watch it. 
Just so is when that, you're okay, listen, I'm, I'm, I've always been honest with you guys. Like, so just being honest there, I don't I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I I I watched highlights, okay, and I've read plenty. I know Matthew Kachuk had seven points. I know he won won the uh, you know the MVP. That's that's really cool to see. You know, Vladimir Tarasenko had some, but even watching some of the highlights that there is. Watching these guys try to pass the puck on a two-on-one when the defenseman isn't even trying is just—I—I I, I didn't find any thrill in that whatsoever. And, and so, I, I think it's great for the market. Uh, I think it's great for the hype and the sponsors that that they get it. I don't really know. Um, I, I I don't know what the true impact in terms of the game is because it's not hockey, um, and it sure as hell isn't playoff hockey. Which is the most exciting thing that the, so you know to me really the all star the best part of the national hockey league is coming up in a couple of months you know in a month and a half two months and that and that's the playoffs and there's no better way to showcase the NHL than the playoffs so um, I, I think it's a great weekend all around in a lot of ways uh, getting a little too hokey for me on the skills competition I thought about this idea. What if every single team had their own skill competitions and then the winners of those skill competitions met at the all-star game? So you actually create, you know, something with the teams, but it's, uh, uh, I don't know, I guess, I guess for kids and stuff like that, it was fun, but, um, I don't have much more to add. <laughs> I'm trying to say I didn't watch it because I was going to be bored by it, but I realize I'm, I'm ripping my sport, which I feel bad about. Chris Kerber with us on 101. Oh, then, again, then again, it wasn't flag football, so we're okay there. <laughs> right. Kerber, yeah. I actually said the flag football was more exciting. <laughs> I feel the same way. I normally I had no desire to watch uh, football players not tackle each other over the last five years, and so the, this was actually more exciting for me to see guys running full speed playing flag football as crazy as that sounds listen don't fool yourself <laughs> I broke my ring finger playing flag football in the 7th grade at Crestview Middle School so it's a dangerous sport <laughs> it is. Curbs 31 games left after the Blues get things started again on Saturday night and they, they don't really have a particularly young team although they do have some young players that I think all of us would like to see just to find out what the Blues have for the future and uh, I think I'm being realistic about their playoff chances. I'd love to see them go on a run and make the playoffs. And if they do, I will really like it. But at this point, would you like to see what the Blues have in terms of some of their younger players? Uh, not, No, not necessarily, Randy. And, I, and I'll tell you why. And I'm More, I guess, general sports philosophy we could relate to any sport. I don't necessarily believe that that philosophy works. And the reason that I say that is, it's one thing to call up a young player, but if you call up a young player that, you know, could be put into a disjointed situation, uh, that, that could be put into a situation where there's more pressure on a coach, on some of the other veteran players, where maybe you've got some sour guys or, or not sour guys. If you don't call up a young player and put them in the right positions to succeed, to me, you, you could end up doing a lot more harm than good. So, uh, this philosophy of, well, let's just bring up the young guys and see what it goes. Yeah, maybe maybe you do find a diamond in the rough that just hits it big and, and, and gets on a run. But I really do think that that's going to be more rare than anything. I, I think the the important part is the development. Like, like here's an example. And I'm not saying that this wouldn't happen, right? But Joe Hofer is playing really well down in Springfield. Mm-hmm. They've gone on a good run. 
All right. Are you better off bringing Joel Hofer up here to play, you know, some games and, and kind of see what he could do? Or are you better off continuing to him play down there, dominate? You know he's going to be here next year because he has a one-way contract and you go. I, I think you still have to – you are better off keeping your cool head about you and putting these players that are developing in a, in a good, reasonable place to succeed. And there may be no better example – of that philosophy than what we saw the Blues do with Jake Neighbors earlier this year. So, uh, it, 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 to me, if they're ready, they're ready. Like, bringing up a Tyler Tucker and letting him play the rest of the year, you, you, I think you're going to be fine there. Okay, I think that's, that, that could be a good thing. But it's not like you're just going to turn things over young guys and say, go, go wheel around the league and see what happens. Because sometimes those bad habits could end up being worse than, uh, than not seeing them at all. It was earlier this year when the younger guys were coming up, neighbors and a few others, that, that Army said he was worried because the, the Blues weren't playing the game the right way. So so basically you're saying let those guys come up and, and all figure it out together and see what you got going into next year. Is that Do you feel like that could be the best way to go about it? Or maintain the culture no, that they're uh, experiencing uh, in Springfield. That, yeah. Yeah, I, I think – honestly, guys, I think, you, I think you leave the guys where they're the most successful. So for, for me, for example, Logan Brown is here. Okay, so I guess to your question, to me, move Logan, if, 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 if move Logan Brown up the lineup and say, you know what, you're in the National Hockey League now, so we are going to put you in some top six minutes. Go figure it out. That part, I think, is more what you guys are saying on that. Yeah, Alexandrov, guys like that. Yeah, yeah okay, so, so guys, that, like, like I, I mentioned just Tucker defensively, right? Guys that have shown they can play here, right, that – now, now you can get some experience here, and, and that part will be fine. I, I don't think you're putting Tucker in a bad spot if he played up here the rest of the year. I don't think you're putting Alexandrov in a bad spot if he played here the rest of the year. You know, because I, 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 you're not going to play Alexandrov as your, your top-line center, right? Right. But do you, move, do you move Logan Brown up in the lineup and say, okay, go get it? And Logan Brown's an interesting one to me because, you know – you got the big body, and, and unfair to maybe compare him to Tage Thompson, but this is where I'm going to make a comparison. Tage Thompson had 35 points in his first 145 games. 35. Right? Mm-hmm. And then exploded after that, and then look what's happened. Logan Brown hasn't played, I think, what, 85 games? I'd have to look that up real quick, but I, I, I'm not, you know, he's, he's, he's between like 75 and 85 games total right. in his career in the NHL yet. So, if you have guys that are currently here, and if you're going to you know, make some trades of some of your UFAs, if you have guys that are currently here, move them up in the lineup then and see where they go. Play them 18 minutes a game, play them 17 minutes a game, and say, go figure it out and see if they can figure it out for you. I'm okay with that with guys that are here. I'm not okay with just bringing up young guys to see what young guys can do because young guys surrounded by young guys in the National Hockey League you typically don't get uh, a positive result. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that that's good for development. And you nailed Logan Brown, by the way, 82 games played. And Curbs, we're on the same page here because I wasn't talking about going down to try to bring up a Bull Duke. But a guy like Matthew Highmore, 26 years old, he's played in the NHL. He's having a good year at Springfield. He's got 44 points in 45 games. I'm thinking more along the lines of those guys that are that you know can play in the NHL now, but you don't know at what level they can play in the NHL right now. Yeah, and, and you also have to trust, you know, Kevin Maxwell and the you know the GM in Springfield mm-hmm. and, and what, you know, Doug Armstrong is hearing from Drew Bannister and the coaches and Daniel Kachuk and those guys down there. Because 
they may see and Tim Taylor, for example, great. They, they may see some parts of the game that they say, we know that this is not NHL ready. We just know, you know, so could a guy like Matthew Highmore fill in, you know, interestingly enough with the different injuries, he wasn't one of the call-ups yet. Could that happen if you need to bring some guys up after making some trades? It could, but I don't know that in the end, Randy, when you're talking really about the future of this organization that, you know, yeah, you will catch some lightning in a bottle. I, I just don't know how many guys down there we have with that spark. And sure. it's just it maybe an unfair comment, but there's not a, you know, you, like if you take an, if, if Alexander, if Bull Duke comes out of junior hockey, he's what he's got 80 points in 40 games this year. If he comes out of junior hockey and plays in Springfield next year and he's lighting up the American League and maybe you're talking about a rookie of the year candidate in the American Hockey League and he's getting that experience as a pro. That that's maybe something that that you're getting excited about. I just there's not a lot right now. I think we're the same man. This guy's really becoming a prospect and lighting things up that that that, that really gets your juices going. Curbs, enjoy this week. Get some rest and relaxation, and then be back for the stretch run that we hear uh, starting on Saturday night against Arizona here at Enterprise Center. Curbs, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, you guys. Have an awesome week. Talk to you in a bit. All right, take care. That's our friend Chris yeah. Kerber, the voice of the Blues, here on 101 ESPN.